0: Welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, but about the soul. Thanks for tuning in today. If it's your first time listening, I'm glad you're here. Here we talk about intuitive eating, diet culture, food freedom, and honestly, whatever else I want. I'm Lizzie. You can find me on Instagram at Not So Lazy Lizzie, L I Z Z I E. Again, Not So Lazy Lizzie, L I Z Z I E. That is the only place to find me right now. Let's get right into it. Today. I want to talk about this idea of finding your balance, obviously not on a balance beam. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to talk about this, this whole idea of that intuitive eating. It's all about what's right for you specifically, not what's right for anybody else and not what diet culture at large tells us should be right for us. The perfect example is that stupid Curbo app which sorry, it was my pencil. I'm not going to deep dive into because I am going to be doing a podcast about it very soon. I'm very excited. I plugged it in my last podcast. It's coming, I swear. My schedule is difficult. Uh, My co-host for that podcast episode also has a busy schedule, but we are going to talk about it, and I don't want to address it solo because my dear friend Delilah, she has some wonderful thoughts on the matter, and I just don't think doing it alone is going to really do it justice. But I digress. Kerbo is basically an app for children that unteaches or like teaches kids and people not to listen to their internal regulation systems. And that is what I have the biggest problem with. Because those internal regulators are really important and they work. We've been doing it for thousands and thousands of years. Humans have figured out how to feed themselves effectively, have learned to not eat when they're not hungry, Like, we biologically know how to do that. We biologically know the foods we should be eating because we crave them. Obviously, in modern society, we have a lot of foods that were not available to us and that are very easy to eat in excess. But the thing about humans is we're adaptable in a lot of ways. And when we have to relearn things and relearn that, okay, like, Cookies taste really good, I really crave cookies, but also if I eat too many, I get a stomach ache. So let's find the balance with that. Well, when we have these external factors constantly telling us, no, your body's wrong, it doesn't know what it wants, it doesn't know how to regulate itself, we stop trusting our body, and our body stops trusting us. And it's a vicious cycle. And then we pay money to these companies over and over and over again, and boom, you have the diet industry that's making billions of dollars off of all of us, all of us consumers. And it's just wacky information. Like, if you look at it, it's so cloudy. You, There's no there's no clear answer of the right diet. There's no clear answer of the right way to eat. I mean, we get told, do low carb, do high carb, eat small meals, eat one big meal a day. You should be fasting. You should have an eating window. You shouldn't have an eating window. You have to eat breakfast or you should not be eating breakfast or you should only eat after this time or uh, this food. like. This food, what is that whole thing called, where it's like you only ever eat fruit on an empty stomach, never eat fruit with another meal, and it's like food pairing, I think it is, like basically food pairing, and there's like supposedly all these benefits that are not real, they're not real, they're not real benefits, it's not real. Your body knows what to do with food no matter what order you put it into the body, and There's this like, don't eat fruit because there's too much sugar or you have to eat fruit because it's the right kind of sugar. There's just, the point is there are all these messages that are being sent to us from external sources. And this idea of finding your balance is by slowing down and taking inventory and saying, hold on a minute, what does my body need? And what does my body want? And the reality is, is if over time, you allow yourself to get more in tune with what your body's asking for, you'll find your body knows what it wants. And it will be happy with the things that you give it because your body naturally is gonna crave, eventually, nutritionally dense foods. It's what our body wants. It's what makes us thrive. And when you stop giving your power over to the diet industry, and meal replacements and all of these advertisements, basically, you'll find that you are perfectly capable of regulating your own damn body. Another huge part of finding balance in your life uh, surrounding food is recognizing and understanding that what you want and what your body wants is going to consistently change. I'm the type of person that I really like to eat the same thing every day. And then I'll get sick of eating that thing, and I'll move on to something else. For like a week and a half, all I wanted every day for lunch or with my lunch was cheesy broccoli. These cheesy broccoli packages I buy at the store, and you microwave it, and boom, you have cheesy broccoli. Well, one day, after like a week and a half legitimately of eating this every day, maybe it was even two weeks, I cooked it. I didn't cook it. I microwaved it and I put it in its bowl and I sat down and I took a bite and I was like, bleh, I'm done with cheesy broccoli. Overdid it, I want something else. And I haven't revisited it in probably three weeks, but I've been like super into like butter lettuce salads, which I don't normally eat anything but romaine lettuce. If you hear that noise in the background, it's my dryer being done drying my clothes. Um, Again, (laughs) sometimes there's background noises here. I can't help it. Um, but yeah, our and what we want also is going to change seasonally. Like in the summertime, it's hot out. Our body's craving fresh fruits and hydration and water and all of these yummy summer things. And as it goes into fall and winter, we're going to start craving more, I guess, hearty foods like potatoes and I don't. Soups. I I crave soup in the wintertime. All of that to say, hold on. Sorry about that noise. All of that to say, our bodies know what they're doing. When I watch my toddlers eat, they don't sit there and eat past the point of being full. They just don't. I mean, even if they're eating a bag of Doritos, when my kid is done, like they're done, and they just put the bag down or get down from the table, they stop eating because their belly is telling them, okay, we've had enough, we're full. Without fail, they eat when they're hungry and they stop when they're full. They They know how to do that at one, two, three, four years old already, so I know that I, as an adult, can do that. Granted, I have more water under the bridge, if you will. My relationship with food is been much more broken than theirs, and hopefully I can help them not have a broken relationship with food, but that is also going to be a lot of their journey. I can provide as much education as I can, but they still live in this diet culture. They live in a diet society, and they will also have to navigate that. Just like when I was growing up, I mean, I really was raised in a home where you most often needed to finish your plate or eat a good amount of it, even if you weren't hungry, because you needed to eat it. So, We start, and and as parents, obviously, we have the best of intentions. We just want our kids to be well-fed. But it's really important that we work hard with ourselves and with our kids. And, of course, I'm not telling you how to raise your kids. You have to do what you feel is right as a parent, and I'm going to do what I feel is right as a parent. And personally, as a parent, I feel part of my responsibility is to not interfere with the biological indicators that my kids are getting from their bodies. I want them to listen to their own bodies. I don't just want them to listen to me because again, that would be an external regulator and I don't need to regulate their food intake. I need to teach them to listen to their own bodies, just like I'm having to teach myself to listen to my body and find my balance, not just For me, intuitive eating is not just walking into the kitchen and eating just whatever I find in the cupboard and that's it. Like, not just going to eat a a roll of Ritz crackers for lunch because it's what I want that day. Maybe that could happen, but I'm going to take the time to find the balance. Okay, where are the nutritional foods I'm going to eat for this meal? What's my fruit? What's my vegetable? Am I craving a fruit? Am I craving a vegetable? You know, if I am in the middle, I still will have one. I will prepare it with my food and and what's something super yummy that I just really want and what is some sort of protein and kind of hitting these food groups in a really balanced way and an intuitive way of like, you know, sometimes I'm just like really craving meat. I do. I crave it. I'm like, oh, I just really want chicken. Well, I kind of interpret that as well, I'm sure there's something in that food. Again, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a diet. I'm not a registered dietitian. I am in no position to give any sort of actual medical advice. This is just my personal antidote. And I will always say that because I just am doing what I can do. But I'm like, there must be something in this chicken that my body really needs. And I consistently am working towards finding my own balance not what the latest diet fads say, because those are always changing. Always, always, always. And if they're always changing, how can any of them be right? I don't get it. It's not real. It's not true. And it's not accurate information. So really taking the time to slow down and say, okay, how am I going to balance my diet, the food that I eat? And it's going to look different for every single person. Some people really might feel just fine eating whatever all the time. Okay, fine. If you feel good, you do that. I don't feel good doing that. I have to balance it out with some nutritional foods. And I love candy. And how am I going to balance that without feeling sick all the time because all I want to eat is candy. And like when I'm PMSing, when I'm about to start my period, I can tell because I'm really getting an influx of just sugar cravings. And I allow myself to have those because saying, like, no, you shouldn't have that when my body is just wanting it so bad, I think is detrimental to the trust that I'm trying to build with my body. Really what I think it all boils down to is prioritizing what you think that you need and what you think your body needs over what society is telling you that it needs. And that's why I kind of take a big issue with, with weight tracking apps. Is it saying like, let's say you want to lose a half a pound a week and it says, okay, you need 1,800 calories. Well, what if one day you're really hungry and, and you need 2,400 calories to feel good or, or whatever? Insert calorie amount here. Are you just supposed to not listen to your body because if you don't hit that calorie mark you're not going to lose the weight like you're prioritizing this external app that that doesn't know you it doesn't know your body and it doesn't know how hungry you are that day it doesn't know like maybe maybe we went on an extra long walk and we're extra hungry or something's happening in our body and we just we just need a little bit more a little bit less and we have to allow that flexibility because over time we will find a balance. I keep going back to this word balance and I think it's just so important and I think it's something that I've struggled with in every diet I've ever done. Every, Even when I started intuitive eating, I, it wasn't balanced. It was just sheer repairing the damage that had been done, just eating all the foods that I was restricting for so long. And like I've said, that resulted in a lot of weight gain and I really needed that experience. And that's not where I'm at right now. And that, you know, I was talking to my, my dear friend and she said that she felt like that was a really normal experience. And she expressed that she thought, and I agree with this, that it's okay to have that. And that kind of phase lasts a different amount of time for everybody. To earn that trust from your body, it could take you a month. It could take you six months. It could take you a year. It could take you two years. Who knows? You are your own person. But allowing yourself to be in that phase as long as you need it, I think is important. And now I'm on the other side of that phase for now. That's not to say it won't ever come back again. Sorry, my dog is grumbling in the background. That phase, you know, it absolutely could come back. But right now I've moved into really seeking balance and really seeking how can I fuel my body and kind of fuel my soul, I guess, which I, I don't, I don't know. That's not to say cookies don't fuel your body. I mean, they have calories, calories are fuel, but in the way that's really beneficial and getting the most, I guess, bang for your buck, like eating nutritionally dense foods like fruits and vegetables and protein is good for you. It's good to include those things. And for me, it was really hard to find this balance of like, it's not a punishment to eat a salad. Like, it's yummy, nutritious fuel, and let's make it in a way that I dig it. Like, I love shredded cheese in my salad. I love yummy salad dressings. I love just throwing everything in there. I think it's delicious. And to really reframe this way of thinking of like, these foods are not diet foods, and these foods are not binge foods. Like, they're all just food. And that part was really, really hard for me because I really have this, well, have had and working against it, this really black and white mentality of like, okay, when we're dieting, we eat salads and vegetables and low calorie, low fat, low sugar, whatever. That's what we eat when we're dieting. And when we're not dieting, we eat Cosmic brownies, because I'm obsessed with them. And pizza and McDonald's, and there's no balance of like, can we not just have both, or the majority of the time eating great nutrition nutritionally <laughs> nutritionally dense foods, and while peppering in some just freaking delicious foods that don't really have any nutritional value, and it and it balance out and it be okay, and we're just consistently happy with our food choices, so I don't have to go on these benches because I don't know when I'm going to give myself a brownie again. And for a long time, I had to eat a brownie every single day just to be like, see, the brownies are still here. It's okay. We're not taking the brownies away. And that is really important. And that's an important step to getting towards balance. And don't let me tell you what your balance has to look like. I can only speak for what works for me. What's working for me right now is eating as many nutritionally dense foods I feel like that could be a drinking game, how many times I've said nutritionally dense in this stinking podcast. But what works for me is prioritizing that. How much nutrition can I get in a day? Okay, what else do I want to eat after that? That's my balance. That's working well. And you know what? In two weeks, that might be out the window and I might be trying something a little bit different. But allowing all foods to be on the table, just allow it. Say, okay, I have permission to consume any food that I want to consume. Nothing is off limits. And then working within those parameters to find what makes you feel the best, not just physically, which is so important. Like I have kind of learned the hard way of, I really want to feel good physically. I want to feel not like I need to lay down and take a nap or have the worst stomach ache in my life for two hours. I just want to feel like normal, And like I can do my normal day with what I'm eating. That's important. And my balance is not going to be your balance. What might be best for you might be completely different. Maybe you don't eat breakfast and that's a part of your balance. But some days you eat breakfast because you want it. But the majority, you're like, "Mm, that doesn't really balance for me. Like that's not, doesn't taste good to me. I'm not hungry yet. Like don't eat if you're not hungry. Or do, I guess. It doesn't matter. But like Don't sit down and force yourself to eat a meal because you think you should be eating it or it's, quote, dinner time. Like, we made up dinner time. Like, we made that up. Like, if you're not hungry at 5 o'clock, don't have dinner at 5 o'clock. I don't know. If you're not hungry till 9 p.m., eat at 9 p.m. Do what works best for you. Honor your own body. Be in the process of learning to love yourself enough to honor yourself. Not honor diet culture, not honor society, not honor what they think your body needs, like trust your body, prioritize your body, prioritize what you need because you are the only person that knows what you need. And to me, that was the most liberating, empowering and freeing statement because I spent years trying to figure out what's the right diet box to fit into. I need to figure out the right thing to do. When all along, I had the power within myself and it's a journey and it's hard and it's hard to unlearn these like rules I set up in my life and have internally processed, but it's worth it. It's worth it every single day, and I guess that's really it. That's all I have to say is find your balance. Don't find anybody else's balance. You don't need to listen to anybody else as if it's the law. I mean, take the advice you want to take. Leave the advice you don't want. Trust yourself, and it's a process, and it's worth it. Thank you guys so much for tuning into my podcast today. Felt a little weirdly rambly today. Usually I have a little bit more of a script to go off of, but today this is just not exactly what I was going to be talking about, but I decided it's what I wanted to talk about today. So I did, and these are my jumbled thoughts, and if they're helpful, that's wonderful. If not, okay, that's fine. Um, But anyway, have a great day, and I will see you all next time. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye.